strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super Alex Patak was in New York having a bite of the Big Apple. Will he remain in New York or saunter off to the great state of Taxachusetts? Find out this week on Ballin' Out Super. <laughs> Damn. Bravo. <laughs> the whole time. I guess it is just funnier to make Alex do it because he's so mm-hmm. mad about it. Constantly. Yeah, no, I've always, I always did the voice before. Like the other times that we did the, before we started doing Z and we started doing this bit every week, every time we did the bit where we do the announcer, I did the announcer. I know. <laughs> and then it's just fun to make do, Alex do stuff. So Does he mad. resent that aspect more than having to do the dragon? Um... um I think he. I think the he likes the last time because he likes it better than when we were like just make up a joke and he's yeah, like yeah just do what? a one liner and he'd be like well what's the joke you wrote for me and we're like no we told you to do it <laughs> El burro of the podcast yeah. really, anyway really anyway uh, time to intro the show hello everybody and welcome back to balling out super 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 duper one of the uh, one of the odd uh, quirks of doing this online is that we used to be able to sync up the super really well because we'd look each other in the eyes. And <laughs> one of the uh, one of the distinct issues is that we can't do that, so we all kind of just like hunch over and like start doing a as we wait to hear somebody make the move to the ooh. It's becoming a very snake influenced podcast. Yes. Anyway, I'm I'm your host Jeremy Hammond. With me as always are my co-hosts Katie Rosleyan. Hi, I'm Katie Rosalie on America's Sweetheart Podcast, favorite and queen of the snakes. Hiss, hiss. Hiss, hiss. <laughs> and Alex Patak. Hiss, hiss. When the Patak's away, this little piggy will slay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I wrote for today, I promise. Fantastic. Uh, we are joined this week by old-time friend of the show, possibly the original friend of the show, Joe Strix. Hey, everybody. I am the original friend of the show that is copyrighted and trademarked. Do not call anyone else that. I, uh, I think you it, are. I think you're the original. You're the original, like regular fill-in. Well, I was about <laughs> to say, like the Jeremy, Katie, and Joe Strix combination is a classic New York summer formula. You know, oh, you yeah. know, it's summer in New York. For three things happen: a, right. a car's lit on fire for no reason, not revolution <laughs> reasons, just like on fire. Two, just cause. Teenage fireworks that aren't part of a psyop. And three, Joe Strix <laughs> takes over Alex's spot. I'm yeah. Right, baby. <laughs> He's either off uh, proposing to or marrying his wife again. <laughs> <laughs> They're renewing their vows in Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only two things that could happen. The only reasons I'm ever here. He keeps doing it. 
<laughs> he keeps renewing his vows. He can't stop doing he it. He can't get enough of this matrimony. <laughs> this guy's addicted to the stuff. One hit and he, he's just taken off. <laughs> well, anyway, Joe, how are how are you doing? How's your how's your quarantine been? It's been uh, an interesting ride. We're to the point now where we are considering uh, getting a dog. So we're at that. <laughs> we've, we, we've skyrocketed past all puzzling and other forms of uh, ways to occupy ourselves. We're just like, there needs to be another life inside of this space or mm-hmm. we're going to go crazy. It's so funny because every day of the quarantine, in some form or whatever, I look my partner in the face and go, you should get a dog. And he's <laughs> saying no. And I, I told him straight up today, I was like, one day you're going to say yes. <laughs> yes. It's just, it's playing the numbers every time. It's a 50-50 shot every single day. And eventually that coin is going to turn up heads. And so how do you get a, how do you get a dog in this, this current situation? Can you just like, go to a dog place? Like, what do you do? <laughs> well, we went, we did go to a place called a dog place. And uh, <laughs> it's a quiet place, but just for dogs. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh no we like <laughs> to back up a sec we were like getting we were like let's get a bunch of used stuff off craigslist now is the time <laughs> the state is reopening <laughs> and so in doing so we were like we oh let's get a new media console let's get like a laundry rack and then my girlfriend ended up on uh petfinder.com okay. uh, and so the yeah Petfinder literally is laid out like a dating website, and let me tell you, yes. it fucking works. Every time. There We're are also- hot single dogs in your area. <laughs> I bring that up just to say, like, we weren't looking for a dog on Craigslist. I wanted to say that there was a transition between sites. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so... Uh, sorry, we and we found this dog. There's this like I think they're called the Animal Lighthouse, and they do this. Ex- I almost called an exchange program. It's not an exchange program. <laughs> <laughs> they rescue dogs. <laughs> they do rescue dogs from Puerto Rico, and uh, they okay. bring them up here. A bunch of dogs who got like displaced by the hurricane and stuff. I the right. idea of it of a, a dog adoption exchange program is now the only thing on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like Animal Crossing turnip stocks where you just kind of yeah. keep saying, what do you got for me today? A golden retriever? No go. Okay. Mm. I, I'm, I'm going to have to pass. It's a little too much like me, and I can't have that. We're going to get very territorial. You are uh, a golden retriever. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So we, we found a, a like little mellow 30-pound dog who, like, that was his his bio. was like, he's a mellow old gentleman who's looking. They basically were like, he needs a place to live until he dies. And we were like, we can probably do that. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's where we are. And then you have to, like, call the adoption place, and they talk you through it. And then you have to, like, do uh, a Zoom with the foster with the dog. person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes. That's the they're like, you're going to Zoom with the foster parent. And I was like, we're going to Zoom with just the dog. We're going to be like, all right, we're done with, you know, Michelle or whatever her name is. Uh, please bring us. Uh, his, oh, also, his name is Corp. And that's the almost the only reason that I want him. Corb? C-O-R-P. I, it's oh. just like, the kind of name that I would give a dog. And it already has that. And I was like, well, that feels like a match made in heaven. Wow. That's an interesting name. Yeah, Cor- uh, we're we're going with it as like a cor- as like a military rank, like a corporal. Yeah, like corporal. And, yeah of course, yeah, and not a, and not a reference to any sort of conglomerate or business. I uh, my, 
I don't have any pets anymore, but at the height of KRL's uh, uh, petting zoo in Portland, Oregon, <laughs> all my pets had honorifics. Uh, I had, <laughs> I had like, I had an entire body of government, which it was President <laughs> Snake, and yeah. it was the Honorable Gunther Froggy friend. He's a judge, <laughs> and it was Senator Spider and Representative Spiderman. <laughs> 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 I like I like the froggy friend last name uh, because yeah. you can you can tell that he chose it himself and it was not passed yeah. down in any way. <laughs> Growing up, my uh, my next door neighbor had this like white parrot uh, that was named Admiral Bird. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect just give it a rank and the thing that it is, I'm in. I think I'm that's like the time. name of a historic person. I don't know who it is though. <laughs> It does sound like like a guy who explored a place like thirty years after it was already quote unquote discovered, you know. And it's like, and then yeah, Bird uh-huh. showed up from Portugal. It's like, yeah, Admiral <laughs> Bird is the guy who uh, discovered like New Zealand or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and we don't talk about Bird's genocide nearly enough in in the larger zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah, what they did to the indigenous birds. <laughs> now you're getting your wires crossed, friend. <laughs> Oh, God, the koa. The koa bird used to be the largest bird, and then they were hunted out of existence by Admiral Bird. Oh, wait, now I'm picturing birds doing the the Maori dance. <laughs> with, the, with their wings in front, like, hua. Yeah, exactly, because they do all the, like, they, like, hit their chest so much in that dance, but it's a bird, so it's a wing. So and it's, they, uh, well, they... it's who's on first, but I'm like, who's on bird? <laughs> And they're like, like third base? And I'm like, no, bird base. Bird base. <laughs> all the bases are birds. And all of them, instead of being like who and he and whatever, they're all just squaw. <laughs> we got but squeeze who, on first, who's squaws on, on bird. second. Squaw! <laughs> you know, they give these birds uh, funny calls, strange calls. Quee, uh, quee, these birds are saying out there. <laughs> <laughs> I also the like sick just, thing just, is, is this is the second long form bird riff we've had on the show in like two months. <laughs> Keep them coming. Well, we just did the B one. The B riff was fantastic, by the way. B riff is B riff was was a very positive force in my life. I feel. <laughs> you feel it's mostly because you've been stinging your dick with bees. <laughs> It taught me so much. <laughs> that's that's like your goop is like is the, the bee sting dick treatment. <laughs> oh man, so you're gonna get the dog? What's going on? Uh, we have to make sure it's okay with our landlord first. But we're mm. again we're doing a zoom with the dog. And Dude, just we'll... do it. Just do it because we're gonna be. The thing is, we're gonna be. Did you? When did you renew your lease? Uh, that's the thing is we're kind of on like a handshake thing, so most of uh, it, it, it really is like interesting. We, kinda, we at this point, I think we might even have squatters' rights. Uh, you definitely do. You one hundred percent do. I can so, tell you legally, you have two years <laughs> that you can right, stay there well, rent free. No question. Well, that's, that's all I really needed to hear. I hope you guys have a great rest of your podcast. Uh, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say is that even if, like, your landlord doesn't want you to have a dog, like, we are, like, we're going to go back into, like, full-blown lockdown again in, like, a month's time at least. Yeah. And, like, they can't afford to get rid of you, so just fucking get a dog. Who the fuck That's cares what I'm if thinking. he thinks? He's, we, like, we call him today and we were like, hey, what if we got a dog? And he, and he was like, not 
it wasn't and it wasn't like a negative reception but he was like not on your life kid (laughs) as we heard him pull the cigar out of his mouth and ash it through the phone (laughs) he's like an extra Uh, in home alone 2 lost in new york (laughs) yeah he's the cab driver with the weird eye yeah not on your (laughs) life kid (laughs) uh he uh he was like i must think on it because he's the kind of guy who like if you have an idea, he doesn't like it, but he likes to make himself think that he had it. So then oh, yeah. eventually he'll come back and be like, oh, yes, I've been thinking that you should get a dog. Yeah, I like that for you. You guys should consider a dog. <laughs> oh, have you thought God. about expanding your family down there? Yo. Does he live in the building? Yeah, he owns, we're in the like garden level of a brownstone and he owns the mm. other three floors. I mean, he owns all four floors, but he lives in the other three. <laughs> he lives in the other three. <laughs> 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 Depending what day of the week uh, you get him, he, it might be like, uh, "Oh, I'm on the third floor today," you know that kind of thing. Right, right. right <laughs> he right. just shovels about. <laughs> uh, but other than that, uh, I, I've used Quar to uh, dig into a number of different obsessions that have like. Have you guys had this where like you get into a thing for like two weeks at a time, and then you're like, "Well, I've spent two weeks straight on this because it's the only thing keeping me like the, the only, only thing, thing I can to focus do, on." Yeah. yeah, like I did. I had uh, maybe like more like a month where I was playing uh, Pokemon nonstop. Mm. Okay, I went. Which one? The the Game Boy like Red and Blue. I it started. I I found like an emulator. uh, It's like I can't remember what it was called, but I I I through an emulator was playing uh, Gold, and then I played uh, Ruby. Okay, and so that was great. And then uh, I spent more time than I would care to admit uh, going back through the Animorphs books and combing for plot holes. (laughs) (laughs) I did not see that coming. (laughs) They're getting a movie. Did you know? What? Yeah, they're making an Animorphs movie. Fucking about time. Yeah, I gotta find the article for you. Year of the furry twenty twenty. Let's do it, baby. Not just the furry, the scaly. Yes. The slimy. They, yeah. they, Katie, they can turn into just about anything. These what kids. do they call the What do they call the bird ones? Is it feathery or is it birdie? Feathery. Or beaky? Right. What is it? Uh, it has a really specific beaky. term, but I don't know it. I beaky. Hope it's they, beaky. Call, they call it the same thing as they politely call Jews. God, imagine you don't want to say a slur. What a, What a conflicted existence it must be to be a Jewish beaky. <laughs> You're like this is a sex thing, but it also is conflicting with my with my identity. I don't know what to do. Yeah, folks, you know, right in. Let me know way. what it's called. <laughs> Honestly, Lauren probably knows. So I for sure. Yeah, look. I know a few of our. Fans I trust your listenership more yeah. than I trust most fan bases. Yeah, <laughs> tell us. And also, just a reminder: if you're behind the paywall, we want uh, ask KRL questions. So please mm, yeah. submit those. Yeah, ask KRL questions. <laughs> Um, so what, what did you, what were you searching for in the Animorphs? I wasn't actually like searching, I, I started reading them because I was just like, oh shit, I remember these and they were fun. And then right. I had found like an online trove of all of the actual like, uh, like PDFs of all the text and stuff. And I got, I want to say around like books 18 to 20, <laughs> I, I was like reading through them pretty like solidly. Meant, and then I gave... Meant for children, so it's right. Yeah. You can breeze, you can, they also she spends uh, K. A. Applegate, who should be regarded much more highly than uh, J. K. Rowling in, in terms of uh, initialized youth authors. Uh, K. A. Applegate, she always spends like so much time 
in the beginning being like, my name is Jake. I can't tell you anything. She's like, it's always two full pages of like, this is a, a secret operation. And you're like, I'm 12 books in. I get it. And <laughs> she also, every single time they like morph a different animal, she spends another like two or three pages being like, and then my back became fly's wings and all of my arms turned into little fly legs. And it's like, just... <laughs> So, like, I was breezing over those parts where it's like, I know, they turn into frogs. Let's go. <laughs> I feel like it's an R.L. Stein Goosebumps thing where it's like, I have a set number of pages, and I'm either going to pad it out or abruptly right. end it. But when yep. we hit page 100, that's it, baby. We done. Yeah, cha-ching, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> it was Because it, very consistently, it's like, oh, we're, we're re-describing the killer whale morph, even though we've done it a couple of times. We, we, someone had to hit some sort of uh, quota here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did we hit 100 pages? Toot toot, right. yabba-dabba-doo, sliding down the dinosaur tail. <laughs> See you later, everybody. <laughs> yeah. As she she rings the bell that is like a, a, a pterodactyl that then morphs back into a regular person living mm-hmm. in bedrock. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, I also I so, wonder if like the the long descriptions of the transformation. Like, <coughs> do you think that she was a furry like a like a proto furry sort of? Because I, I, be I, I talked about this on my other show that like I I saw this whole thing with this guy who talked about how like his root as a furry was the scene in American Werewolf in London where the guy transforms <laughs> and the transformation was a huge part of it for him. And sure. like, that's part of like what the sexual side of it is for him is like imagining the transformation. And so I wonder if like spending that much time on like the flies wings coming out of my back. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> if, that, if that's part of it, like, yeah, as she's writing that, she's really like, she's got the lights turned she's down low. She's got it. a candle. Yeah, she's horned yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> she's mad jerking it. Nice. <laughs> right, she's got that that purple thing with the little knob in the top that I can't remember what it's called. The you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, there we go. Ovipositor. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad these are coming back into conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's about time, by the way, especially on this anime slash animorphs podcast. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I mean, I I swear I have gone into depth about ovipositors on here before, but let me tell you, we've ya, talked I, about them a lot. Yeah, I recall. I it. just I just love. Uh, you know, there's really something for everybody out there. God <laughs> there is. bless. And yeah. The thing with the ovipositor, too, is that it's so impressive that, like, it's it's such a fully realized idea. You know, yes. like, <laughs> there's so much fantasy stuff that's, like, kind of halfway there. Could use a little bit longer in the oven, you know. This is, like, such a fully fully understood concept where it's like, soup, no, this, soup is, to this is a they dick really that shoots there. an egg. <laughs> <laughs> Someone came in very clear cut, didn't budge the whole time, and then uh, a masterwork was created. Yeah, imagine like <laughs> trying to pitch that at like a, a mainstream sex toy company. No way! <laughs> you're no, at like the Hitachi like world headquarters. I know you're thinking about it all wrong. What I'm imagining is like a really overdramatic, like you know, sculptor's moment where he's like inspired and he looks at the stone and he's like, I know must what I must do. And there's like a montage of him like chiseling and like putting egg jelly in the freezer and like like sweating over the model. And he's like, I have done it. (laughs) Like with, with the full professor goggles and like the, the black rubber gloves. Oh no, 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 no. I'm picturing, I'm picturing like Roman antiquity. (laughs) He's in like a toga. He's like a white curly beard. He's like like, (laughs) hammering a chisel into a piece of marble. Like full Italian Renaissance. Yeah. 
And then you have the Medici's show up. The Medici's show up and they're like, what have you done? What have you made from a beautiful marble? I call it ovipositor. It's it's Copernicus. There's like light coming from behind it. (laughs) It replaces the sun at the center of everyone's model of the solar system. Hey, Jer Bear, I just want to let you know something. When Alex is not running the recording, the numbers show up on my screen. I know. I noticed that the other day when I was recording Gen Loss. I don't know no. what it is. Alex's computer is just wrong with this thing. <laughs> I just it's actually a Graham. fine piece of software when we use it. <laughs> Alex is constantly at war with the tech involved in the podcasting industry. <laughs> That's his struggle, man. Oh, damn. Is Jake? It? I, yeah, it's thundering like crazy. Yeah, thunder, dude. I'm worried oh, about God. all those kids down at City Hall. Oh, yeah. Yikes. I'm, I'm excited, though, that if it rains late enough, we may not get fireworks tonight. Yeah, take That's that, true. you bitches. Oh, God. <laughs> Whoever Yo, it is we... doing it. <laughs> right, before Whoever we it might be. get into Sorry. the episode, can yeah. we just briefly discuss how funny... All the uh, fake cop Twitter accounts are because I, I I posted about it on Twitter this morning, but I've just started screen capping them because it's so funny. Like anytime the mayor does something shitty, like for instance yesterday, the cops fucking pepper sprayed and attacked the uh, queer liberation march, which right. is the march that happens literally every year in and it passes in front of Stonewall, and the right. cops. Haven't read a book, so they fucking attacked everyone again. Heretofore unpepper sprayed from fifty years back. Yeah, and <laughs> so um, the mayor at the same time while it was happening did some like fucking stupid like Happy Pride, Lord <laughs> it's Happy Pride, president. everybody. <laughs> Do you imagine so, him doing like t- tweeting as gumpily as he does everything else? Oh, a hundred percent. He's like he's all slumped. Well, okay, this is even part of this rant. But I truly believe someone is blackmailing him, so he's always, like, sweating and crying while he's doing it. Um, (laughs) So, you know, he he does that, and as usual, I get on there to call him a shit bitch who pissed his pants or whatever commentary (laughs) I have. Um, But, you know, people are saying more nuanced stuff, like, you attacked us, like, how dare you, Mr. Mayor? And then, in response to that, is always someone going, like, you don't know what you're talking about. They threw bottles at the police. Shame on you. And then it's always an account name like Sarah 00005. And it's like, late, like from Brooklyn. And then you click on her account and it was made in May 2020. She's following three people and has two followers. And, yeah, and they're all the, the NYPD post. commissioners. Yeah. <laughs> And I've seen it happen like 15 different times. And I'm like, y'all need to talk to a 10-year-old who knows how to use the internet. <laughs> who knows how to really get you up like a shadow account. Like, this is, a, it's, it's so blatant that how, yeah. how bad they are at technology. And are not helping your cause. Yeah, well, yes, also that. <laughs> it's like, it's I'm, so easy to just buy an account from somebody if you really want to do a sock puppet. Right. <laughs> just go on it's, Fiverr. There's people selling like five-year-old Twitter accounts that you can just get. <laughs> I'll also say, um, in the vein of like calling the mayor and or the governor like a little piss bitch, because uh, yeah. I, I did that uh, around around about uh, when, like within the week after uh, the George Floyd protest started, and like quote we, we were like they were sending out the email list to like San Cuomo something or whatever, and so I emailed him and then uh, got back a thing that was like 
basically like Governor Cuomo can't come to the phone right now, but you can also hit him up on Twitter. And <laughs> so, so then I tweeted at him and I said some shit to that effect of just like, hey, yeah. uh, your email said to hit you up here. So uh, you're a shit fucking you suck farts whatever and uh, (laughs) my dad who follows me on twitter uh uh (laughs) screenshotted the tweet and then hit me up on facebook messenger to be like you're better than this and i was like (laughs) (laughs) no you're not (laughs) i was like dad i don't know where you got that idea about me but i'm not i'm really not (laughs) and it is also my my right as a citizen to call the mayor a piss bitch who sucks farts. So, well, if you want to send a screen cap of that exchange, I run a Instagram account now called All Cops or Caca, in yes. which I'm collecting pictures of people's poo poo signs and stuff. So feel free. That account rules, and I will send you a screenshot. That's so funny. Yeah, I've been noticing a lot of that lately. Like my like cuz i feel like over the past like month or so my posts have become a lot more like blatantly uh anti cop and and yeah. you know yeah. more aggressive than than usual anti establishment uh, and all that good stuff and it's been just a real journey just rediscovering all the people that follow me that i forgot about <laughs> yeah. oh yeah just like every couple of days or so you'll get like either a like or a comment from somebody that you're just like oh my god that person i worked with 10 years ago <laughs> I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen that person since an open mic in 2015, but oh, I guess yeah. still here. <laughs> I have zero separation right now of my public-facing shit. Like, my public-facing shit is my work shit right now, and I'm starting to be right. like, maybe people don't want to hire a producer who's going online and being like, Mayor de Blasio, you're a shit-pissed baby <laughs> bitch who shit his big boy pants and sloshed around in the shit. Resign, fucky. <laughs> <laughs> Which fuck fuck those people who aren't looking for that producer, A. And <laughs> B I mean this just sounds like like the best version of Serpico. That's the the, the ideal version. Is <laughs> to be this version of In Too Deep. <laughs> be too deep, baby. I've called every major politician on the Eastern Sea for a piss baby. Wait, Strix, can you do a can you do a Pacino voice? I can't do it. Uh, do you want like a calm Pacino or are we doing like sensible woman? He's like angry Pacino. You know, we're doing like big Pacino and you're yeah, saying big, suck, like, you know. suck my ass piss bitch or whatever. What you want to do? You want to get on Twitter. You want to at NYC mayor. And you want to say he's got a diaper ass full of pissy poo poos. Get him out of here. I don't know if that's a great Pacino, but it is no, an energetic enough, Pacino. <laughs> this is better than what I was going to do. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, jo- Joe, can you yeah. can you do that I yield my time fuck you as Pacino? Oh, uh, what was the whole quote? Do you remember? Hang on. I just I just remember I yield my time yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, it was I yield my time fuck you, and then <laughs> he's like, my, he I'm out of here. Marks. <laughs> Suck my dick and choke on it. I yield my time. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Joe comes to visit. <laughs> you never come and visit your mother anymore, huh? <laughs> um, I, I also like, have you seen, sorry, this is a completely insane tangent. Have you seen the musical number from Jack and Jill where uh, Al Pacino <laughs> sings about oh, the uh, Duncachino song, right? Yeah. What a, what a perfect moment. What a what? serendipitous moment that we created Cinema through that. De Arte. Hey, yeah, right. uh, I feel like we should talk about Dragon Ball. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, no, we That's got a couple okay. more minutes to kill. Oh, okay. Like three more, three more okay. good minutes. 
We can I'll, talk about the Dugachino thing. <laughs> I just wanted to bring it up because now it's on my mind. But we could also... Uh, this is insane to circle back to this at this point, but I just want to uh, iterate that uh, I did not finish all of the Animorphs books. I read the summaries <laughs> on the last 24. Okay. That's all. <laughs> I think that's all you need. Yeah. Thank How you. many are there? <laughs> there are 54 plus five like Megamorphs books and a couple other like like additions to the anthology outside of the like canon 54 I look uh, forward to the like four part clam pals animorph sketch that you're gonna write. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm putting together a whole I mean, ideally if this movie flops, I get to come on and like do the actual movie, you know? Like if this is like the Dragon Ball that first Dragon Ball movie that sucked butt, I can oh, come right, in yeah. and do like the proper animorphs movie. <laughs> that was like the third Dragon Ball movie that sucked butt. That's the thing. Oh yeah, there, I mean, yeah, true. This was you would so many you know of better them. than I. We watched we watched one of them together. Yes, we did. we did. Well, that one was. You, know, you talk about the uh, the one that was like put together through uh, crowdfunding. Yeah, which yeah. one did we watch? We watched. Yeah, we um, watched the crowdfunding one. Yeah, but which one? The because there was a French one and then there was an American one. I don't remember. We watched which the one American we watched. one. We watched the American one where like it's clearly like L.A. Right. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> And they and have they, the they little got, like, side the hot... video with the guy playing the guitar. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the best. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. What? How young we were? What was that? It was like three years ago. Now that would, it had to be probably close to three years ago. Yeah, because we've been doing this. February would have been three years for us, and As it's June now. So yeah. <laughs> we remember slideshow oh. the previous three times oh, I've been on here. Dragon balls. <laughs> You've been on. You got to be on like ten balls, times balls, now. Balls. <laughs> Somebody. I've there's people out. like keeping the wiki now. So somebody will be able to like actually like give us a solid number on how many times you've been. <laughs> uh, whoever is keeping the wiki, contact me, and I will give you the right picture of me to put up, which is uh, me <laughs> wearing uh, my Milwaukee beer shirt and a, a jeweled out uh, hat that says King on it, and I'm missing a front tooth. Oh, I was picturing <laughs> the, the whenever oh. they talk about Homer on the news, and they have him with like the a million cigarettes in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I that do love uh, adorable hockey face era of Joe Strix. It's oh, like man. forever. The first time I saw you with that tooth missing, I almost choked. I laughed so hard. <laughs> and I'm like, never has something looked so right on someone. I know. <laughs> I, the wildest part about it is that I lost that tooth uh, two weeks into dating uh, my current m- m- current girlfriend. Go- girlfriend until the end, but you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. Two weeks, current two weeks into dating. <laughs> current girlfriend, future, other things. Uh, and then I lost that two weeks into dating, and God bless her, she stuck, stuck by. I met all of That's her family. I met all of so her family good. looking like that. I met all of her <laughs> friends looking like that. We went to like a gala for a charity that she helps with, and I looked like that. Uh, it was it. What an insane! And you thing lost that it I... playing like adult basketball, right? <laughs> very, very important to call it adult basketball because this was not like the proper version of kids basketball. <laughs> Uh, it was part of a beer Olympics that I did with my back home friends, and uh, I like back in between home events. Friends always be knocking teeth. Out. That's true. Yeah. Be knocking teeth out I don't think anyone's lost right. a tooth to any other type of friend. No, no, no. Like if I lost a tooth when when I was hanging out with you guys, it, something would have very drastic. I, you would have lost track of me in a pit somewhere, and uh, I would have gotten elbows. You know, something crazy. But back home friends, they'll knock your tooth out playing basketball. You know, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, uh, that is like I'm. I don't know. The quarantine's made me really emotional, and I, I've become soft. And like I'm like verklempt <laughs> at what a beautiful love story. 
Well, I'll say the uh, the target is uh, relatively within earshot, so I'll, I'll whisper this part, but uh, she's not going to be the girlfriend for much longer. <gasps> what? Oh, what? Joe? Yeah. I'm going to cry at your after after party when yeah. I've been drinking already. <laughs> I'm, I plan on being drunk until whatever happens is supposed to. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, of how course, there can't yeah. be any weddings right now. So once all the weddings are actually happening, I'm being drunk that whole time. Yeah. My <laughs> man. All right. My l- man. We can do it. We can talk about Dragon Ball now. Let's talk about Let's it. All right. I'm opening my notes. Hey, everybody. It's me, Daft Punk. Robo Styles, haha, making great music with Dead Mouse and all our friends. Just taking a break from crafting up a beat to tell you to subscribe to the Patreon of the Ballin' Out Super Podcast. If you enjoy their regular content, you'll love all the hot tea behind the paywall. Robo Blast. Also, buy a shirt, maybe. You know, preferably one, but also the second one. Have I mentioned that I'm Daft Punk? Which one? Maybe both. All right, I'll see you out there. Real quick, do you want to know? Because I initially was watching the Dragon Ball Z, regular Dragon Ball Z episode 21. Oh, no. <laughs> and Where so, are we? So just to get... To give you guys an idea of how far ahead Kai is, uh, the original Dragon Ball Z episode for what we would have been doing here would have been, uh, the Saiyans are still en route to Earth and just passing Jupiter. No! From Goku trains with King Kai. <laughs> yeah. And I oh, had man. been listening to your guys' last episode, and I, and, like, I saw, uh, uh, what the fuck's the big guy's name? The bald guy. Why can't Napa. I think of his name? I saw Nappa and I was like, hold on. I feel like you guys killed Nappa like seven episodes ago. What the hell is going on? I was so nervous. I was like, did I miss something? I'm so scared. <laughs> That's amazing. We got to do that more often. We got to like just check in on what this number of episode would be yeah, in Dragon Ball Z. I feel Z. like that would be a really funny segment. We should start doing that. <laughs> Maybe not like every uh, week, but like every so often. <laughs> yeah. Right, check for in sure. on where regular Dragon Ball Z is and be like, oh my God, they put in so much. It's such a bad sand. It's like the worst possible po' boy where it's just all lettuce and then a couple little kernels of shrimp. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, it's, it's like all a reverse, lettuce and bread. It's a reverse po' boy because the po' boy distinctive thing is that they carve out the inside of the sandwich, Exa- right? Yes, so it's exactly. a reverse po' boy where they add extra bread to the inside. <laughs> It's, it's like two loaves within each other. <laughs> yeah. They scoop out. No, they don't even give you extra crust. They just scoop out the inside of another bread roll oh. and just stuff it all in. Because oh, it's, it's the exact kind of thing that sounds, you're like, people love Dragon Ball Z. Let's add more to it. And then you, the same thing is like, oh, I love eating all this bread. And then you get like three bites and you're like, oh, this is such a mistake. I just want to get to the end of the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, Katie, continue. <laughs> it's fine. We take this very seriously, Joseph. We're on uh, a fucking schedule here. I'm looking at a big stopwatch that I pulled out of my breast pocket. <laughs> the title of this episode is Protect the Dragon Balls. The Namekians All Out Attack. Um... Original title, the All Out Offensive, and then uh, the they, the folks the folks in tech got a hold of that, and they said, "No, thank you." You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I feel like every other fucking episode of Dragon Ball ever is called an All Out Attack. 
right? Yeah, it's just so whoever it's one of two is, settings. It's a, insert a character. They're all out attack. <laughs> right. I miss Chow. I'm sad that I missed Chow Tzu's all out attack because that is a. I mean, I'm sure it's a running joke with a lot of people, but Chow Tzu's all out attack is my favorite all out attack. It's a great one. It's really yeah. special. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, we open up and uh, Goku. Uh, who just jumped out the window of the hospital last episode, uh, is on his little cloud, all yippy-skippy. And uh, (laughs) he jumps off the cloud on the Capsule Corp compound, and he immediately starts getting games spit at him by Bulma's mom. Yes. uh, Huge episode. Huge episode for Bulma's mom. (laughs) Real hot. Yeah. He shows up, and he's like, I'm here to check on my spaceship. Is it ready? And she's like... Goku, you're no longer a little boy. Why don't you take me out sometime? Ha <laughs> ha, I'm not asking. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Major Pornhub vibes from uh, Bulma's mom. Yeah. I, I kind of loved it, though. It was <laughs> incredible, yeah. <laughs> well, cause yeah. It, I, loved, I loved that she said, like, come along, like, with that Long Island twang. Perfect. Yeah. And she... Um, she, well, first of all, he calls her Bulma's mom. That's yes. Yeah, <laughs> and he then, literally goes, what's up, Bulma's mom? Which immediately has a, like, you know, MILF vibe. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then refers to Dr. Brief as Bulma's dad. And so, and not and not your husband or anything like that. Like, I'm here to see your <laughs> husband or, you know, right. Dr. Brief. He's, I'm here to see Bulma's dad, Bulma's We're mom. Immediately <laughs> removing him from the equation sexually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have a feeling that the briefs have a very open arrangement i can smell a polyamorous freak from a mile away we have like you know senses it's true they have that sort of um they have that 50s pervert sort of vibe to them yeah 100 percent dr bruce is like i love my wife and i love it when she straps me to a chair and forces me to watch her making love to a giant man (laughs) yes yeah Beat, to my high five speakers. <laughs> okay, lots to talk about. Are we talking about the speakers right now? Can we talk about the speakers? <laughs> okay, let me get there. All right, so okay. uh, Bolo's mom, and for you guys that don't familiar with this character, she's in a tube top with like a blonde short haircut. She's really killing it. She looks great for her age. Uh, and so he's like, all right, uh, I'm going to check out this spaceship now. And Goku rolls up. Now, for concept, uh, context, <laughs> Dr. Briefs was supposed to redo the little spaceship that baby Goku crashed to Earth in, which is essentially a single-serving ice cream scoop of a thing. And now <laughs> what he has done is built a giant round spaceship the size of a house, Goku says. Oh, it's like it's just a big peanut blast parfait of a ship if we're going yeah. from a single scoop. Yeah. yeah, and he goes inside, <laughs> of course, yeah. and Dr. Brief's doing a tour. He's like, look at all this shit. Goku's talking about how it's a great place to train, and he shows Goku the gravity machine he requested yes. for training purposes. Hilarious scene with the gravity thing, because it's like, um, he's like, well, that seems like it's going to be really complex. He's like, not at all. Here's the on <laughs> button. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have in my notes... 
because <laughs> I, I also took notes. I have the quote is literally it goes looks complicated, and then and then Professor John Bolton is like, not at all. Here's the on switch, and then I just love like this is the one of the first instances of like really stupid Goku where he's looking at a big dashboard with only two buttons, and he's like, what? How does how would this even work? Oh my god, dude! There's two buttons. What, yeah. I, what the is the problem? Side, I <laughs> think how the fuck Dr. do you Brief's... think it works? It's an on button. <laughs> I think Doctor Briefs because he's used to his wife bringing back himbos is like, I gotta make this user friendly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he was just taking initiative. I, yeah. I, I, in that vein, him like stalling with the speakers is really just him being like, "Come on, Goku, stay a night. Come on." Yeah, the right. wife's in there; so, she's not going anywhere. Huge, so huge early understanding of UX coming from him. Yeah. So Doctor do- Briefs basically is like, "Oh, you got your kitchen, your stairs," and Goku's like, "Okay, then why can't I go yet?" And he's like, uh, "He's like literally doing little little hiney fit about it." Um, and Doctor Briefs is like, "Well, I'm." I gotta hook up your hi-fi stereo. There's a lot of things to consider. Acoustics, sound <laughs> range, quality. And I don't know if any of you guys have ever dealt with, like, an older Jewish man kind of on the spectrum. <laughs> but all my relatives are like that, and this is like trying to leave the house. You're like, all right, we got reservations. They're like, but I just hooked up the cable, and I'm programming my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> It very it was like I love him being like Goku. Once you get up there, you're gonna want the speakers and you're gonna want to vibe while you're crushing your lats in 50 G's. Yeah, he's like <laughs> Goku. When you're up there doing your gravity training and you listen to Rush, you're gonna want to hear when 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 that drummer brings his stick across those chimes. You're gonna want to hear each chime individually. You're not gonna want to hear one pervasive sound of general chimes. You want to hear each one. This being a spe- this being a spheroid space, there's a lot to consider as we get to the climax of YYZ. You don't understand, Goku. <laughs> Yeah, I can see the briefs being a real prog person. I can also see Tien being into prog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like how no no fighting on that. Everyone. No, makes sense. He becomes a cop. That's an early prog guy. I no, Krillin like most... becomes a cop. Krillin becomes a cop. That's what I'm saying. Cop. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of martial arts types are into prog. I feel like there's a big overlap there. Anyway, we got to keep going. So uh, <laughs> We must, we must like... forward on. <laughs> Also, six-day flight from... Yes. What the fuck? To New Mexico. He's that good, baby. He's that (laughs) good. Dr. Brief's got the hands. We've got... He can figure it out. A six-day flight can't put in speakers uh, on time. Crazy. So Goku throws a little temper tantrum, convincing them to let him go without the speakers. He blasts off, and as he's blasting off, Puar and Oolong run up, and they're like, was that Goku? You just missed him. And they never explain why that's happening. Yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it was a bad editing choice. Clearly, it has to do yeah. with some filler they cut out, and they just forgot to cut it out. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, that shows up in episode 75 of regular Dragon Ball Z. I it wonder was very if... confusing. I mean, I love that Ulan and, and, and Poir are always hanging out because they both went to, like, Shapeshifter University or whatever. <laughs> right, but, like, yeah. What the fuck? I wonder if that was just them them getting their SAG credit for this episode. You know, Probably. they had to yeah. <laughs> they had to get cut in. But yeah, I wonder if anyway. they just couldn't cut around it. Maybe it was just like they were in too many of the shots. Right. Otherwise, you cut, and then he's already in space. There's no. There's you, if you're gonna have a space launch, you got to have a blast off, and they right. were in the blast off shot. So, uh, you know, Goku's in space. 
He starts fucking with the gravity dials. He says, King Kai's planet was 10 times gravity, so let me try 20. And it, it instantly turns him into a little squatty, dotty rectangle <laughs> man. And that's where we leave Goku. <laughs> Meanwhile, yep. Krillin and Gohan are on their tummies, sneaking up, spying on the old Frieza force who are about to fuck up the locals. Now, there's a really common trope in Dragon Ball, especially Dragon Ball Z, where it's like the Greek chorus that is just describing what's going on, and right. that's what Krillin and Gohan do this episode. And it's annoying. Right. <laughs> yeah, but before <laughs> yeah. that, we're we're given a, uh, a short moment where they're flying up, and Krillin is like, okay, Gohan, they have scouters. You're going to have to... Uh, take down your power level all the way as much as you can. And it's so frustrating because it's like, we know that this is a re-edit. We know this is a redub. They had every opportunity to just be like, oh, actually the power levels don't matter. And we don't have to focus <laughs> on it at all. Right. And they still right. are like, they're, they're still like, yeah, suppress your power level. Make sure they don't <laughs> see it on their scouter. <laughs> right. They chose to cut that whole thing. Instead of cutting out a completely obsolete thing, they were like, no, no, no. It's not obsolete. It's actually the point of this. Yeah. Because then that's the whole rest of the sequence is him figuring out about the scouters and yeah. Uh, yeah. It was nuts. So they do some creepy peeping and they're like, oh boy, are those... <laughs> Uh, Frieza guys so strong and they have dragon balls and they're so big man I've never seen balls so big you ever see big <laughs> balls before ACDC uh, kicks in yeah and <laughs> I gotta tell you guys I get so annoying at this shit cause this this episode had some cool stuff in it but they do that thing where they have to rehash the plot every 10 minutes so it's like yeah you know, the Frieza Force thinks they sent something, but then he's like, oh, maybe it was just a bug because they're suppressing their power, you see. <laughs> and uh, we got Frieza on some real SS shit. He's like, your papers say there are 10 of you here in the village, but I only <laughs> see five. Let me guess where you are. <laughs> Do you some real that? fiddler on the roof vibes. <laughs> yeah, it's like no good. It's a, a wonderful childhood introduction to the Gestapo. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was Sound of Music, which is funny because that's not a Jewish movie. I don't know why I was watching it. And I was like, who are that? And my parents were like, uh-oh. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say Sound of Music slaps. It's, that's, a, that's a good intro. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so they're just they're, they're questioning the Namekians. And, uh, then, sorry. Then Krillin says bastards, which I thought was real fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is an adult's cut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He also goes, wow, real Numekians. I'm like, you're on. What? Where do you think you are? You've I been know. talking about planet Namek for episodes. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah, he's like look insane. at them. They look just like Piccolo. It's like, you know where you are, man. <laughs> and then, like, more of them fly up. And he's like, look, more Namekians. You're on their planet, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, like, it's like he flies. It's like, I can't. And like he's yeah. like it's like a guy who flies to Bangkok and he's like, Whoa, this looks just like Chinatown. What is, what, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, exactly. Look at all these Chinese people. <laughs> Look, there's even no more good. of them. <laughs> no good. So uh, they also have a similar thing where they're like, Hey, you know, those guys are wearing the same armor, but they they don't seem to be Saiyans and then Krillin's like, Yeah, like you and your dad and those people we met are the only Saiyans left, so these are just randos. Interesting. Hella strong randos. Then Frieza goes, Hello, I'm Frieza. Give me your dragon balls, you Numekians. I love I love balls and poppers, and if you don't, I will genocide you. 
<laughs> and uh, the Numekian speaks Numekian, and he literally goes, speak the language. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's great in this episode when he keeps doing his, like, threatening finger at them. <laughs> he yeah. keeps, like, pulling out one finger and doing, like, the teeniest, tiniest little beam. And he's like, don't make me finger you, reptile. <laughs> um, I'll use this. Do not make me come back there. I will use this. <laughs> So, you know, he asked for the Dragon Ball. He's like, I have no idea what you're speaking of. You know, the Namekian's trying to cover his tracks. And then Frieza goes into this whole tirade about how he's like, let me tell you a little story. Just like, you know, like your most passive-aggressive boss. He's like, once upon a time, <laughs> somebody said something similar to me, and then I fucked their boyfriend. Or like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So he talks about how he's been going around to the Namekians trying to get the Dragon Balls and uh, about the lore of the Namekian Dragon Balls, which is that the head Namekian hid them with different Numekians across the Numekian planet, and each one is supposed to put uh, them... If you come seeking the ball, you're supposed to do trials of wit and strength, and Frieza's like, okay, but what if I just killed you? Ha ha, ha ha. He's like, I guess there was no safeguard against that. No. (laughs) 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 We hadn't really accounted for that option. (laughs) And meanwhile... Flaw in the plan. Listening on his little uh, scouter to the whole thing, which you really think they would have cut him off by now. Uh, <laughs> and they do a shot yeah, they of forgot to they forgot to cancel his account. Yeah, he's listening in, just going, "Huh, neat," and that's it for the episode. <laughs> they for didn't Vegeta. take me off the slack. <laughs> <laughs> I can still contribute in here and send reaction gifts that are not compliant. <laughs> So uh, they get tired of waiting for the Numekians to give up the goods. So Zarbon, the most beautiful man in the land with green flowing hair and blue skin, yes. kicks one of their heads off, one of the Numekians. <laughs> and then uh, one tries to, another Numekian tries to beam him in retaliation. And so Zarbon explodes him with a beam. Yeah. And he then so is I wanted like, to, I wanted to... just another day for Zarbon. <laughs> for Zarbon. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Zarbon very briefly um, because I noticed something about him this episode, which is that his outfit is uh, the sleeveless, um, you know, the, the regular, you know, Frieza Force armor, right, with the shoulder pads, right. no sleeves. Uh, he doesn't wear any shirt underneath it. And then his bottoms are just like a Speedo. And that's fine. We've seen people wear this before. But what I realized is that he has like these arm warmers and leg warmers too. I never yes. noticed this before. And, but it's like it's a really interesting creative choice on his part to be like, I'm just going to give you a little window into my upper thigh. <laughs> he's really, well, yeah, you can tell he's no. got the Brazilian going for sure. That's not. That's how you know Zarbon fucks. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's a very it's a distinct choice that tells you a lot about him. Yeah, yeah. He's beautiful. If he wasn't such a genocidal maniac, I would braid his hair. Absolutely. I draw the line. I draw the line of genocide. I I think he also is helped by how how thick and spiky Dodoria is. Yes, he's he's very very wise. Uh, to right. to have chosen an ugly friend to stand next to, yes. <laughs> to just to just stand next to like alien oh. Brian Dennehy all the yeah. time, classic hot girl move. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Uh, so Krillin watches this happen. He's like, those bastards. And Gohan's like, fuck these guys. But <laughs> Krillin's like, we got to wait and just watch and describe what's happening for some reason. <laughs> right. Uh, Frieza's like, so what, it, what would it be? Feeling more cooperative? <laughs> and, uh, you know, they ask him, Frieza, what do you want to wish for? And he's like, eternal life. And Krillin's like, weird, isn't that what Vegeta wants? And Gohan's <laughs> like, it's as if Vegeta's not even friends with these guys. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> ha, ha, tenting great our fingers and Tenting great my insight. fingers and thinking very hard now. <laughs> Frieza uh, then threatens the children, the little green children of Numekia. <laughs> Numekian children. Numekia. <laughs> Is it? Wait, was it? Didn't Krillin also say in that moment? He goes, uh, "If we try, all we'll get for our trouble is dad." <laughs> yeah, basically. Cop Which, to the I mean, end, baby. Cop <laughs> to the end. <laughs> gotta say, I, I hate when I when I go to all this trouble and all I get is dad. What what a bummer that is. <laughs> anyway, summer. Uh, <laughs> so Gohan starts to go beast mode because he can't stand to see children his own age murdered because once again Gohan is canonically five years old <laughs> and uh, they uh, he gets to hype so Dodoria senses on the sensor but suddenly before he has time to think powerful Numekians arrive to defend the babies and the babies cheer their green saviors are here uh, and they see their dead brother and they're like oh fuck my sense of foreboding was proven true. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he's like, I love okay, that it's like well, weird militia. They have like, <laughs> they have like minute men. <laughs> the yeah. minute men. The minute men. <laughs> the, the militia. Yeah. The militia. They'll eventually be, they'll eventually be propagandized <laughs> as part of a coup for the later Namekian government. <laughs> Rut roast, spaghettios. Uh, and then he does that thing again where he's he recaps the show, which the main Numekian and this militia is like, oh, I heard a rumor. Some guy was going around fucking us up for Dragon Balls, and now I see it is true. It is you, Frieza, who's killing us for Dragon Balls. You right there killing us for Dragon Balls. And I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> on the scouter, Dodorio, our big spiky uh, uh, seashell-looking motherfucker, goes, uh, oh, they're only level 1,000, a number that matters, and we know is slow. Let us laugh at them. <laughs> and uh, they are like, well, uh, now the old man, Namekian, who's hiding the babies, he now goes in his mind head, <laughs> oh, yes. We spread out throughout the land to protect the Dragon Balls. But it turns out with these scouters, they can just look us up in the phone book. And damn, does that suck. <laughs> his, his Namekian name does translate to exposition. So he had, yeah. he had to get a line there. Krillin from the cliff is like, Haha, these guys are dumbasses. They don't realize the Namekians can suppress their power too. And I'm like, these guys learn zero lessons. <laughs> the Namekians fuck up the Frieza boys. Fisties, punchies, beams, fight, fight, fight. Everyone's fighty, fighty, fight, fight. And, uh, you know, Zoran is like, you imbecile. I thought you said their power was only 1,000. And Dodorio's like, I forgot to upgrade the software. I guess they're 3,000. Oops, my bad. <laughs> it's Y2K all over again. Oh, my God. 
And uh, so that's when old man Namekian notices that most of the power scouters are broken. And he devises the plan to destroy what's left of them so that the Frieza force is no longer able to track down his people and genocide them. Pretty sneaky, sis. Yeah. So (laughs) he starts to bust everyone's scouters and then Krillin repeats that exact sentiment again. Yeah. Never adding anything of value, really, Krillin, except for motivation in a later fight. Yeah, he's just like, oh, fuck, he's beating up those scouters. Oh, my God, then they won't be able to find the Dragon Balls. Huh, interesting. Huh, huh, huh. Jodoro's so mad. He makes a fist, and he is sweaty. Oh, my God, you're all going to die. I'm going to kill you. I'm Jodoro. I'm sweaty. I'm a fist. And that's the end of the episode. The announcer comes on. He's like, damn, are these Namekians <laughs> going to fuck these guys up? Or are they going to get the <laughs> fucking? The- <laughs> Tune in next time. <laughs> wow. I would I would pay uh I mean I bought this episode I would pay for the whole series if that was the announcer at the end of each one. <laughs> Damn, this shit was fucking crazy. You, did you guys see that? Whoa, like he's also watching in real time. Nuts, huh? <laughs> wow, <laughs> weird show. This if sh- we get to <laughs> sure seems like they 000, cut a lot, huh? <laughs> if we get to nine thousand dollars a month on our Patreon, I will redub every episode of Pi. <laughs> 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 Last time, shit was kind of hasty, and this time it will be too, but there will also be some some slow parts. It's going to get crazy, you guys. Ho- holy shit, it's just, you're just doing Rick from Rick and Morty, yeah. essentially. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, you guys high? I know I am. Dragon Ball. <laughs> um, Love it. <laughs> all right, let's uh, rate the episode, do an email, get out of here. Out of seven Dragon Balls, Katie. I loved the first half of this episode with the the brief, the horny brief family and and dad talk about speakers and Goku being somewhat likable. But then I hated Gohan and Krillin on the cliff just reciting what was going on. You know, show don't tell, motherfuckers. So I'm going to give it four out of seven. Joe? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo those sentiments. The uh, the briefs family uh, porno house is a much more fun subplot to spend <laughs> some time on. It just that part I would give a seven, but the rest of the episode, uh, even with the power of nostalgia, it left something to be desired. So I'm gonna give it. I'll, I'll say a four. I'll echo that. Damn. I really like the, the the briefs too because I need role models in this life, and I'm like, this could be me. <laughs> 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 This is a successful older married couple. This is how you do it. <laughs> um, so I'm going to agree with you guys. Obviously, I love the I love the briefs. I love that whole segment. I also really enjoyed um, the lore about the Namekian Dragon Balls. I thought that was fun and interesting. They did something mm-hmm. with what it would be like. The animation. If, yeah, the animation was really cool. But I also just like that they did something with the idea of like, what if like the whole society knew about the dragon balls instead of just like a select few people. So that's kind of interesting. Right. Uh, so I give it, it a societal burden to take care of them. And yeah, stuff. exactly. So I give it five yeah. out of seven, uh, okay. still not great, but pretty good for an interstitial. Um, all yeah, right. Absolutely. Fucking email. It's time for dragon. Give me some of that dragon. unlock my phone okay (laughs) i i don't know what it is man i updated my phone at some point and it does this weird lag where like the first button i press is never registered so i always have to do my code a second time 
That's it's the kind of thing that I feel like if I wasn't spending so much time being mad and uh, like investigating every other aspect of uh, the downfall of society, it's the kind of thing I would love to fall into like a conspiracy hole about where it's like they make you type it in twice for fuck because they're putting something in your brain. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah I wanted, totally. I would love the time to fall. I, I don't understand how conspiracy theorists have all the fucking time, man. It's crazy. It's anyway. you don't have a hot <laughs> enough brain is the thing. <laughs> All right. I keep trying. I keep cooking it. <laughs> this is from uh, James Boys, who's written in before. Um, What's up? The Boys is back in town. The Boys is back Jimbus. in town. It's your boy, in parentheses, not <laughs> drunk this time, James Boys. Don't actually have much to say about Mother's Day. This was at Mother's Day that he sent this. Uh, except that I once had my mother drive me and my now roommate to Atlantic City on her birthday so we could go to a Judas Priest concert. She'll never let me live that down. Got a G Gundam related story involving the same Judas Priest roommate. Once back in Weeb High School, the two of us, very into Gundam at the time, were exasperated with how long it was taking for our other friend to finish G Gundam, our favorite show. So we planned a night to watch along with him, help him get through to the end. About halfway through the marathon, 1 a.m. or so, the two of us decided to make a Wawa run and forced our friend to stay there and keep watching. You guys are <laughs> horrible friends. Holy yeah. shit. Unless you brought back five Wawa cheese pretzels. Yeah, you had to have brought something very nice back from the Wawa. Yeah. yeah. We had a grand old time walking the suburbs in the dark, chatting about anime and such, and when we got back, oh, you won't believe it, hun. We got back, and he had stopped watching the show. Can you believe That's it? Right. We couldn't. Can you? <laughs> can you believe it? <laughs> The nerve of this the fucking boys asshole. Back in town is very funny. Uh, the the nerve know. to stop watching that s- bad show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go have fun and eat stuff. You sit here and watch the bad show. We might bring you something. <laughs> we stayed up all night forcing this poor child to stay awake so he could experience the best Gundam had to offer. As for a question, do you think the beams in Gundam and Dragon Ball are somehow related? How would a Kamehameha interact with Medovsky particles? I hope the scientists <laughs> at Ballin' Out HQ can solve this for me. Your friend and gu- uh, Gundam lover, James Boys. So do- I'm sorry, I do not think they're related. I don't. Yeah, I think that the I think the beams in Gundam are just like Star Wars beams, which I've always pictured yeah. as right. being like weaker than like, a Dragon like- Ball beam. Yeah, they're right. like, you know, they're cannons and weaponry made by robots. Yeah, it's not it's 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 something that is synthetic versus something that is organic, right? Right. So yes. it would have to be weaker. And and yeah. I know that I was making fun of power levels earlier, but I do think that <laughs> there is something to the idea that like there is a power difference between, you know, somebody's beam and somebody else's beam whereas like a laser presumably is is solely dependent on like whatever the load of the power source is, right? Whether it's plugged right. into a wall or it has a battery or it's like you know an engine, whatever <laughs> it is that makes it go. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I, I love I love I love the guys in Gundam like all fighting for a char- for a socket for a charger yeah. for their Gundams. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first one I named. <laughs> but, but like, they, you know, like the, the six foot iPhone cord, they've all got like hundred foot. Yeah. yeah, but it's still the same size of socket. It's not a giant socket. Absolutely. It's it's that little rubber cover on the like the back heel of one of their feet. Yeah. yeah. It's still a USB. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not even like the Thunderbolt or whatever yeah. it's called. It's a USB one. <laughs> right. There's no. There's no Thunderport. There's no. It's not a uh, HDMI. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get one of those HDMI guns. Well, there's no visual. There's no visual element that needs to be communicated. So I guess it wouldn't be an HDMI. That's fair. Um, anyway, yeah. No, I, I think that definitely Dragon Ball beams probably at a base level. Uh, definitely beat Gundam beams, right? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Especially, I would love to see a, a, a Gundam try and put together a spirit bomb. I think not. I think not. Yeah. Okay, you gotta, you gotta, have, gotta have, have a freaking spirit, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> I don't right. Think so, honey, I don't think so. <laughs> a spirit bomb kind of coming from a Gundam. <laughs> Who thought about that? The Republicans. Man, Watch, it's, let's go. I can't keep doing this. Spirit that. coming from a Gundam. No, you might no, as well be trying no. to pull spirit from a Republican. Bum, 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 da, da, da. Okay, I did it. Now, plugs. I just dropped my, I dropped my phone on that one. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, Woo. Joe, what do you got? Uh, I have a podcast called Gabbing with Babish. We talk about almost none of the same things as we talk about here. Uh, but but it's, it's a lot of cooking and uh, just general. If you, if you like the sound of my voice, you're one of the few. And uh, you can come hear more of it elsewhere. I don't think we've ever had uh, uh, Johnny Nooms on the show before. I'm sure he would uh, equal parts love and hate yeah, it. Yeah, no, he definitely <laughs> would mostly hate it. He would love to, he would love to hate it, yeah. I would think. Um, but it's fun. It's me, John Newman, and James Nichols. We talk about the YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. Uh, we have taken it to a nice stalker level because he will not respond to us, and uh, we're getting angry. <laughs> He's such a bigger show now than he was when you guys started. Oh, it's there's no way there's no way we could have projected it, and now he's like owning property in like expensive parts of Brooklyn and we're like can you please accept us dad dude it's like um because I remember when you guys started it and I was like yeah like you guys might be able to get him to like come on your show and like the more right. and more it happens the more I'm just like he's like he's possibly the most popular like one of the most popular youtubers that there is now oh yeah and w- and with the fall of Bon Appetit he stands uh, to step oh that's into a true yeah he doesn't vacuum. have any sort of uh <laughs> Uh, racial pay disparity that he has to address, <laughs> and and uh, I mean him having having uh, he's got this guy Rashid that's his old roommate who I think helps out with the show. That's immediately a, a staff level up from 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 BA, not paying so. any of the people of color on your fucking network. Right. By the way, folks Which, at home, if you're a fan of the Bon Appetit Network, I have terrible news. There's absolutely no realistic way that Brad did not know about this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry. It's a pretty rough look for my dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then other than that, uh, be on the lookout for my Instagram, where there may hopefully be dog pictures soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes! And ring yeah. pictures. Hello. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, you didn't you didn't hear that, but I just zipped out of here and left a cloud uh, looking like my body in my place. <laughs> um, Katie? <laughs> You can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose at Instagram. Oh, hello, Katie Rose. Can you guys, even if you don't watch it, just like 
put on last words, the show I produced with a pit <laughs> in the background, because uh, budget conversations are happening at that client's business, and I want to keep being involved. So just get those clicks up, baby. Let's go. It's, and, called, uh, it's called last words. Yeah, it's uh, it's just like a a current event show about metal I do for the website The Pit. So please just, just you know, like, if you're eating dinner, just, like, you know, put it on, mute it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> leave, leave a comment, like, wow, didn't know about these releases. Thanks. I'm going to come back every week. Yeah, and if you're, from, if you're from the pit listening to this, we mean on Minecraft, okay? We're, this is parody that we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is fair use. Do not come at me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and if you have any questions about anything, your love life, polyamory, learning to roller skate, email <laughs> Ballin' Out Super's email uh, with the title Ask KRL, and we'll answer it behind the paywall. Yeah. And uh, find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder. Check out Generation Loss, where this week we sat down with one Katie Rose Leon and watched Ricky. Oh my God. I hear she's. <laughs> The star of Bowling Super. <laughs> Is that that producer for Last Words on the Pit? God, that show so that I turn successful. on and mute and don't pay attention to? <laughs> Just to make sure it gets ad revenue? Just to make it's sure that Katie fun. keeps her job. <laughs> Yo, are you also, also going to plug your... Uh, I, I watched some of the, the, the Dutch city that you built. Oh, Is yeah. That check it out. On, on, uh, I'm, I'm doing City Skyline stuff. Um uh, there's links in the Discord. I don't know how to like do that yet. <laughs> I got to figure out how to like actually properly promote that. But um, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm plugging you like your mom. Like, tell them about the thing you tell on them YouTube. about tell your them little about the stupid city. hobby. <laughs> <laughs> tell them about Who's... your trades, your little <laughs> things, your little Tell them about your stupid little stuff. hobby. He's he's a little city planner. He's gonna be. He's gonna. <laughs> Anyway, that's it. Right. Civil- <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. Yeah, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. Super. Uh, you remember we talked about that earlier. It's really hard now. Super. <laughs>